Live and direct. Live and direct. Say your name again. Grant Ben Pesky, live and direct. Oh, okay, so okay. Too low. Yeah, alright. You ready? You good? Yeah. Um, so here we are. Okay, here we are. Okay, okay, we're sorry. Right get me cracking this open. <laughs> people would be a lot. <laughs> what are they Vodka, drinking? Coconut water. <laughs> yeah, crack. Uh, yeah. Crack a cold one with the with the boys. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> that Voco. The Voco. Yeah. Vodka, coconut water. Are they in the business of sponsoring people? Because I would, I'd be down. Would I'm, I've been looking for a beverage 5. sponsor. 5. You know, Alyssa just got that one sponsor. Did she? The core. You know what I'm talking about? Core oh, water. I always see that water. Yeah, yeah she got that got a fancy bottle. I'm trying to get that. You know. <clears throat> That's what's up? But you okay. Guiaki. Oh, I saw that. They were actually at our health fair at work. Really? Yeah, I swooped like three of their teas. I saw that uh, gym standard been trying to get sponsored yeah, by different people. <laughs> everyone, I'm like, dude, stop. It's kind of like... Okay, but... Okay, we'll okay. start for real this time. I'm going to leave that in there. I'm going to leave that in there. All right, there we go. But yeah, uh, this is One Degree Separation. It's been a minute. I don't know if you guys have been checking, but I posted this... Um, What's it called? This audio of the panel we had last week uh, at the Unfiltered event. It's been a cracking past week. Uh, I DJed at Warehouse Takeover after Sango. Um, had the Unfiltered event, was on a panel, had an installation, created original art. And, I mean, other than that, why the why the wait for a new podcast is uh, it's been hella busy. Life happens, but... A lot of people I've been meeting lately for the first time have been mentioning the podcast, and I was like, just took it as a sign to just try to do it again. Um, especially like older people, younger people, they just mentioned it, and they even knew specific ones. Like someone talked about Sage's podcast. That's what's up. And That's yeah, what it's, it's all about, man. Yeah, even uh, Jay from Five and I was like, yo, like I like the podcast, man. That's it's a different. What's up. Yeah, so I was like, OG, OG likes it. I Hell love yeah. Jay. Yeah. Because, I mean, I went to that shit in high school. Like, oh, to find it. Yeah, so, yeah. like, to have, like, to just, like, be his friend now is, like, mm. sick, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all we're all peers, <laughs> no matter the age, you know? But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I guess today we have Grant, who I've yo. known, I don't know, maybe for, like, a year or two. Well, yo, the, the not to plug it already, <laughs> but, but <laughs> yo, this is, this is organic, and I'm not even trying to overplug, but the pop-up shop is the same, like, week. Oh, it's a, is it like a year? It's a year it's to date, because oh, it was the God, last God. week of June last year, uh-huh. and that's pretty much when we met, so this is like our anniversary, man. Hey. Dang. How sentimental, man. I guess That's why I got you that soap. Hey. Yeah, I've been, I've low-key been like, uh, like planning your head that I want soap, because everybody else got soap before me. I know, me. I know. <laughs> It's just a bad timing. Always bad timing. I know timing. your supply is low, man. Yeah. I know your supply nah, is low. I, I, I wrestled something up for you. Oh, thank you. Okay, yeah. so. so Yeah, who are you, man? Uh, so I what do you do? Thing, I should explain the yeah. soap thing works in that. Uh, your name. So, you know, I'm Grant uh, Van Pesky. Mm. I grew up in North County, San Diego, pretty much my whole life. I uh, went to college, UCI, and then after I graduated, I moved down to, like, Mm-hmm. San Diego, San Diego, because it's just a little more popping. Mm-hmm. San Diego's slower to, like, get trends mm-hmm. and, like, slower for whatever. It's like North County is, like, on another slow level. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's more like sure. surfer chill factor, but, like, less, uh, well, not less creative, but less, like, fashion for sure. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Um, 
but I work at Dr. Bronner's Soap mm-hmm. for my day job. Uh, they're actually in North County, so I can meet up there. Uh, if you don't know what it is, you should get woke. It was uh, like woke. big with the 70s uh, hippie movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, organic, fair trade, kind of led that wave back in the 70s when uh, like better living through chemistry was really big. So that was like when all the shitty chemicals were getting introduced to mm. all the products because like chemistry is fucking lit and mm. all these like chem- synthetic chemicals are going to be great. And then it's just the classic like, you know, decades mm. later, everyone's nah. like cancer causing, yeah, yeah sulfates, <laughs> parabens, all that shit. And I see all that shit is trying to be like paraben free, sulfate free, mm. SLS free, stuff like that. So they were like the OGs in the green movement. Um, so now they're killing it because like green is the wave yeah. in the wave. Um, so yeah, it's a great company to work right for, uh, I'll, since they're so awesome, I'll just plug them really quick. It's like, uh, um, like the CEO makes no more than five times the lowest paid warehouse worker. Wow. And they like give away all their profits at the end of the year anyway. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Cause I got to do sales for them. So I'll be in like. <clears throat> sales meetings with other people and like they're really all about uh like integrity and stuff so Mm. if something will like screw our like customers or like screw our image but make a lot of money Mm. then we'll just never do it or like it's just not in our values and then we won't Mm. do it to make a lot of money so they're always like what like why don't you just like let this one go like don't you want to make money and like Mm. to be able to come back with like no, we just give all our profits away at the end of the year is like yeah. such like a mind fuck for them in the yeah. sales world because like it's always money so they like don't know how to even you know there's mm. there's no uh, checkmate to that wow. so it's cool to be able to work for such a cool company and like be able to uh, just like keep the integrity and stuff because mm. I used to peddle like uh, capital high interest rate short term loans like alternative <laughs> lending like that dude that just like cold calls just like hey you need capital you know. And you got to find, like, the person that's, like, uh-huh. desperate enough, but, like, shitty enough credit, can't you go to the play, bank. play to their insecurities. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, you know, and, like, they're already in trouble. So mm. if they take this loan, they're probably going to be totally fucked. Mm. But you got to sell it on them. And I had, like, a little post-it, how to, like, talk them around the interest rate question mm. and shit. Yeah. Just soul-sucking shit. So it's tight to be, like be selling a something with integrity. product of integrity yeah, yeah with a company that like does no wrong so like mm-hmm. no one can ever like call you out for shit but yeah and anyway. I, mean, I know they're pretty like flexible with like your personal stuff right so yeah so that wasn't like it's not necessarily something they're known for mm-hmm. but i got lucky after working there like two and a half years um it actually all started we we're at this big natural products expo in baltimore mm-hmm. they party pretty hard there dr yeah. bronner's they're like super <laughs> they're like super heady well some yeah. of them are and uh, I was just, like, drunk with, like, the Bronner crew. And my boss's boss came up to me drunk and was like, are you leaving me? And I was like, what? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And I, it's because I wasn't taking, like, promotions that he was trying to give me. But it, mm. like, resulted in me traveling a lot more and, like, mm. put me on track to be, like, regional sales manager. And, like, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. Mm. So I flipped it and was like, no, like, I, I'm, I'm chilling. But he knows I do my fashion shit. Mm. And then I was like... And he's like, you're good at inside sales, which is where I work. And, like, you can stay there, but I just want to make sure. And I was like, yeah, for sure. But if I was able to go down in hours, I would, like, chill in inside sales for, like, ever. And he's like, what do you need? I was like, maybe, like, 30 hours a week instead of 40. And he's like, done. (laughs) But he was drunk at the bar. So then I got back, and this was, like, fucking, like, 
everything I had waited for, yeah. and I didn't know how to like to like bring email him. Yeah, so I like wrote this long email and like prefaced it with like at the bar. Yeah, um, but I like put all the details in there so yeah. that if he didn't remember, he could pretend he remembered. Yeah, and just take all my email for what it was. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so long story short, it all worked out, and I got super lucky. Went down 30 hours a week in March, mm -hmm. like right when I was about to hit three years. And mm -hmm. now I do like a six hour Thursday and no Friday. Dang. So, okay. Yeah, it really helped the work. work so so what is this, what is this fashion thing? I, know, I mean, I know, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then the fashion thing is uh, my mom's always had like a sewing room mm -hmm. since I was little. So I was super blessed with that to always be around it. So I kind of always used to sew things. Um, and then like what really kind of kicked me off super in the beginning was like high school, like before like crew pants came out, like mm -hmm. no, or, like there's just no tight pants. Yeah. And I was like totally trying to get into tight pants. <laughs> as, like a freshman in high school. Yeah. And I would like just buy like 501s mm -hmm. or like some Dickies and mm -hmm. I would just like sew down the whole like inner seam from uh -huh. the crotch all the way down to the leg. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like just like like an inch or inch and a half like down the whole way so just slim it all up uh -huh. and that was like my first intro to like modifying clothes and then i used to like spray paint shoes and shit like mask them off mm -hmm. um and then when i went to college there was like a fashion interest group at uci and they would do a annual fashion show mm -hmm. and i just got hooked up with that uh my second year and did it second third and fourth year once a year and you'd make like a runway collection so that's more like a runway style like one of one pieces mm. type of thing and then during that time i did like one semi-release at like the vendor fair they have on campus mm. and it was like contrast pockets mm. like not to be like I was before the wave, but yeah. it was like before contrast pockets were fucking everywhere. Mm. So I pretty much like got a bunch of blank tees and printed like a little TD on there before. Mm. And then so just a pocket underneath myself, mm. but I switched out the pockets, you know, mm. like different pockets and shit. Um, but after that, I was just, I, I was always like fighting on motivation through college. I was just like fucking smoking too much weed and like not knowing where I want to go. Mm -hmm. um, so I never like maintained other than, like, the yearly fashion interest group thing, you know, because mm. it's, like, a a grid of deadlines that you yeah, like have so to meet. Yeah, and it. it's, like, once a year, too, so it's, like, mm -hmm. you don't really have to uh, sustain it once you get through it. But so I was blessed for that. Otherwise, like, I probably wouldn't have even done a whole lot yeah. in terms of, like, sewing and shit. And I definitely learned a lot every time I'd construct a collection for that mm -hmm. and, like, show it. Um, and then after I graduated, like, 2011... Um, I was just like chilled forever and was like depressed, like knowing I wanted to keep designing, mm. but like not knowing how to just, it's starting is the hardest part. Right? Yeah. 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 Like, still like when I have all this shit to do, it's like, where do you start? I put off yeah. starting mm. for so long and then I start and it's like, it's just like, I just go with it. You know, yeah. it's like, why don't I just fucking just start this start earlier? Yeah. yeah. Jesus now Christ. Like once you shit. start, it's like, it's not that bad, but it's just that initial hump. Mm. Um, but I guess like that was kind of like more big picture in my life and I just like couldn't do the starting and I just like knew what I wanted to do, but wouldn't do it. Mm. Just like smoke weed, chill, friends, play video games, whatever. I don't know. Mm. Uh, 
and I guess eventually I finally, well, it's like a no zero days kind of, it's a subreddit on Reddit. It's mm -hmm. like dedicated to pretty much like when the day is going to end, you need to at least do like one thing, no matter how big or small towards like whatever. To your person. Yeah. Like yeah. they're like passion goals, you know? Like, mm -hmm. so for me it was like designing or whatever. Um, and that kind of helps you with like that uh, barrier of starting because you can like start it but not like spend all day on it, you know? Because yeah. you just need to do a little thing. Yeah, it doesn't pieces, matter how big, yeah. And it doesn't matter how big or small, it, you know? yeah. Just that you didn't do nothing, yeah. You know, yeah. So like that kind of takes the scariness of like the task away because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'll just like fucking start it, and then you start it, and then you, oh, I'll just chip away at it. So I put in my you know no zero day like activity, so I don't have a zero day. And then, you know, eventually, like, habits start to form. Yeah. And, like, mm -hmm. habits are fucking key to everything. And uh, I think somehow, no zero days after, like, because this was only, like, last year, like, or fall of 2015. Mm -hmm. So I graduated in, like, 2011. So mm -hmm. it was, like, a minute. And uh, I had, like, a false start somewhere in there. I was going to do a collection mm -hmm. and, like, order some jerseys and shit and then, like, just fucking puttered out. Yeah. So I just had those. And I actually used those in the collection, but uh, this last last year's collection. But, yeah, so, like, no zero days somehow managed to, like, sustain enough motivation to, like, pump out one design. Mm -hmm. And then I, like, showed it to people and they fucked with it. And I think maybe that feedback loop... Mm -hmm. helped me just continue because like okay people like like it yeah um and then that motivated me to keep designing mm -hmm. and some miracle i sustained it enough till uh spring of like 2016 when i dropped that arc one collection mm -hmm. end of june at acd gallery and uh that was kind of the first like official big complete cohesive town dust drop Mm. Even though, because I've been doing everything under Town Dust like since yeah, uh, since like college, beginning of college, um, but yeah, so that's me and you and Town Dust. Me and Town Dust. Mm. That's pretty much the history up until yeah, this last collection last year, and yeah. Okay, back backtrack. How okay. do how do we meet? We yeah. That is the good question. <laughs> I feel like a. Just like you're omnipresent on my Twitter feed when I like <laughs> once I followed you just because like all the other like San Diego creative kind of yeah. like Riza and like Quinn and shit they all followed you so mm. I pretty much just like because I mean he, he tweets are pretty fire so, <laughs> so yeah, I was like this guy's too yeah whatever whoever he is like I, I fuck with him um, so I just followed you on and then you had you're wearing the shirt right now. You, from the Sade one? Yeah, from, from we we're about to shout out Justin Nobody's. Yeah. You're lucky. Oh, yeah, I remember you said that you had the same Yeah, it was like, like before that. we met because yeah. you like re retweeted something from Justin Nobody's. And uh, we have the same uh, like bootleg inspired 90s rap tea inspired Sade tea from this dude that rode that wave. But it makes a good product. Yeah. Shout out Justin Nobody. Yeah, and he like he figured it, he I don't think he does it anymore. He just he's like, okay, it's done. He, didn't he was doing it. some he did like another collection after that wasn't that and I mean it was like Ja Rule and Ashanti and Yeah, and He did stuff. like a normal like graphic collection after that. Oh, yeah, not, yeah. but it was whatever. That's fine. But shout out Justin Nobody. He uh 
He showed me it was okay to not have a care tag or a neck That's label. True. Just not give a fuck. Hey, it's like, there's no uh, regulator that's going to like come yeah. by, unless you get to a certain point. You know, at this point, it's not going to be like. Yeah, you, then you have to have it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless like. Unless you're like exporting, it's all good. Nobody tells you you need to have seasons and shit. You can do that whatever too. you want. So. Yeah. But well, I was thinking like neck tags more of like CA yeah. regulation <laughs> instead of like uh, fashion industry. True. Uh, yeah, but how to wash and all that. Where does yeah. it come from and shit? Uh-huh. But okay, so and then, oh yeah, so uh, yeah. internet, and then and I met you Bluefoot. at uh, Bluefoot at uh, right before the pop up. Yeah, Andre's uh, art in the park. I think Reza was just showing. Reza was showing like her stuff too, right? Or was oh that? yeah, maybe that was when we met. Yeah, yeah. And we just chopped it up, and then people were talking about the pop up, and I was like, and me and Vanessa pulled up to the pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing you at the pop up because I couldn't remember Bluefoot, but I was like, I think pop up was where we met, but mm-hmm. maybe like right before. So, but yeah. it was like right before the pop up, end of June twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. and. I gave you a pin. Give me a pin, an air freshener. There you go. An air freshener. I still got it. By my friends, (laughs) y'all. Solidified that. I still got that. I haven't used it yet. Damn, that's so rare. It's rare. I don't even have any of those. It's still packaged and everything. Hasn't lost its. It's like cotton fresh. (laughs) I had like twenty to choose from. It's pretty amazing. Really? Yeah, for the customs. Yeah. Choose your own. Cotton fresh all day. That extra squash. Extra squash. Like at the Asian market. Like that's a scent. Is yeah, dude. If you get like the like the Japanese car scent things, it's, uh-huh. it smells like clean linens, kind uh-huh. of, but they call it extra squash for whatever reason. I never heard of Yo, extra squash. Shout out extra squash. My I, anyone that's like into like import cars, probably like they probably not. Yeah, for sure. I just remember those things that thing. they have the sticky things on the bottom. You place it on the dashboard. My, yeah. my uncle had that shit all day. What's up? Uh, oh yeah, I used to drift in high school too. Oh yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> you wanna, like, if you want to, if you want to get into that, yeah. you, you can, I know you got a, a deep past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I just went to Japan for the first time and uh, definitely watched uh, Initial D since I was like, I was watching that show on like VHS uh-huh. at my like Filipino homie's house, mm-hmm. and I watched that from like age thirteen. Tell when I could drive and it just brainwashed the show. It's like, oh, like so ready to drift. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I went out to like Willow Springs a few times. I had a 240 with like a SR20 swap. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is just a fucking expensive hobby to do in high school. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And then I guess, blessing in disguise, my car got jacked first year of college. And then they found it like stripped in LA three months later. I was like, really? That's that. <laughs> there it is. Damn. Yeah. But they really drove that shit to LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember checking like the police reports that they publish on campus after uh-huh. mine got stolen, and it was like Grand Theft Auto left and right. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, at Irvine." Yeah. Oh, of so course. I, was, like, I don't feel special. At all the like, Asian yeah. cars, bro. Like, yeah, that's true. They got money out there. True. But anyway, yeah, that's yeah. the quick uh, drifting diatribe. <laughs> I feel like not a lot, not too many people know that. Like, this is a super super <laughs> in my past, but I was like so heavy into it. I was even on that episode of Hogan Knows Best. The drifting I remember episode, you were telling me that for like yeah. five seconds. They filmed me for like two minutes, and they took like the best five seconds they could have. It's like yeah. the only time I'm talking shit. I'm just like. I think you get special treatment. It just cuts out, yeah. It just I told you out to of me. context. Yeah, but I'll take it. I was like, well, he does. Fuck it. But, yeah, I watched him crash in the wall like twice. And, Damn. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> back to how we met. Yeah. Uh, at the pop. At the yeah, pop. The pop up, up. Chopped it up. Gave me free shit. 
And then we just bond over internet fuckboy shit. Yeah. Because you always know who I'm talking about. I always know uh, who you're talking about. Even, like, no matter how stupid deep you get in, like, the annals of, like, cool teens in New York. Yeah, teens in New York, Cool fashion teens of New York. (laughs) Like, no one in San Diego can talk to me about that. Except for, like, my homie Peter. Um, But, yeah. There's, like, these kids. I don't know if we should even get into it. (laughs) Well, people would be so interested, though. Uh Like, Like, okay listeners uh look up ass pizza ass pizza all one word on instagram and if you haven't heard of, of him then like you're gonna wonder why the fuck he has so many followers and like what the and that will probably be enough do? to like yeah. spiral you into understanding everything you go down the rabbit hole but there's like these cool teens in new york uh-huh. they're all like 16 at the time or 17 and i don't even fucking know i mean like yeah i think he posted like a insane pic of like a triple box logo where he like cut the box cut two box logos off of a supreme mm-hmm. sweatshirt which is like you know like crazy yeah like kind of sacrilegious yeah. to some people, yeah, people and he like sewed it on the he sewed it on like top and bottom of another box logo so uh-huh. this is like triple like that's bastardized yeah it's tight and uh i think it just went from there i don't know but yeah it's just like kind of some super deep internet fashion fuckboy shit that like only Vige knows <laughs> well, my person in San Diego yeah I, like we I think it was Mikey Avila's party we, like, yeah we just had like he had just gotten a fight with like Playboy Cardi and like Ian Connor posted a video <laughs> and like we were just like diving hella deep into it because we have both seen it uh, right, I see that shit yeah and then it's crazy that uh, Playboy Cardi is so huge now yeah man in New York, just fighting with cool rocks. teens. He was like Ian Connor's dog. But anyway, I don't want to get too into yeah weird shit. Uh, we we could get deep. Yeah, we could say that for a, a different podcast. Or that would be like the niche podcast. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to discuss those matters. Or like a panel of internet yeah, for the uh, like twenty six year olds that want to talk about <laughs> teenagers in New York. Uh, I don't know. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, um, be on the internet all the time. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, that's how we met. Super long version. Super long version, but. I guess I mean I mean I guess you kind of answered it, but I think uh, for some reason I don't know why I never asked everybody else, but about how they balance their their nine to five with the uh, with their passions and shit. But I mean, you said that Reddit thread was just told you to do at least like one thing. You yeah, know? that was definitely is, like uh, you could apply that to just balancing too. Yeah, yeah, and even now like. I still trip sometimes, but like CN, shout out CN. Mm-hmm. I told CN about it. Mm-hmm. And he still talks to me about it when I see him randomly, like just trying to not have zero days and yeah. shit. But I still get, you know, close to having him. Um, obviously, going down to 30 hours a week helped, mm-hmm. but that's like that was not after, a like, great solution for people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was after and, the best yeah. of time. And I've only been job. doing that for like three months, so yeah. I went like two and a half years doing. Granted, I didn't get motivated till like, the last year, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a process. Yeah, pretty much no zero days. Uh, and habits. Uh-huh. Habits are so huge. Um, I'm, like, not super with it right now, but yeah. I'm reading a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, now I realize that that's what was happening back then. Yeah. Because, like, I would like used to have, like, get home from work and just mm. lay on bed and go on my phone, you know, yeah. and just, like, decompress. And, like, decompressing is nice, but, like, it wouldn't set me up to do, like, any more shit that yeah. evening. So, uh-huh. eventually, like, you go, I get home from work, and I just go straight on my computer, you know, and just, like, force myself to, like, open yeah, Illustrator and Photoshop. Out, yeah, know? and just, like, what do I got to do? Yeah, and just bang it out. 
maybe dangle like a hit of weed in front of my face for later <laughs> or something. Like, yeah, I, I need to do something <laughs> reward to system. This. Yeah, but like, yeah, pretty much that. Uh, Habits. What is this book? The Power of Habit. Mm. It's a good book. I recommend it. Oh, is that the one you're reading right now? Yeah, dude. It's pretty crazy, man. Like, habits are pretty much the key to, like, all motivation, mm-hmm. productivity issues. For sure. Mm. Um, so, like, running, running Town Dust, just, like, a business in general, not even just a clothing brand. Like, what kind of lessons have you learned doing that? Because, obviously, you got to deal with customers. You got to deal with production. You got to deal with... Like, when you jumped into the physical presence, like, off top, like, at the pop-up. Yeah. And, um, things like that. I mean, like, there's there's a, there's a multitude of things you could have done, but you did these certain things. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, I'll try and go in order. Mm-hmm. Um, like, definitely business side was the learning curve, because, like, mm-hmm. obviously design was kind of where mm-hmm. I was coming from, and I'm, like, the only person doing town dust on like one man army yeah but yeah the business side was definitely like the more foreign side and that Mm. was more learning experience um i'm probably still learning a lot because this is kind of the second collection where i'm really trying to get into brick and mortar but uh like consistency is critical because i lost my motivation Mm -hmm. after sustaining after not having motivation for so long and then sustaining Mm. it for like seven eight months to like do that collection because I was doing it like from fall through June 2016 uh-huh. and then uh, I like had the big pop up you know yeah. the everything accumulated and then I was like what now uh-huh. and honestly I went to like a trade show in New York like a week later uh-huh. kind of unrelated like I was just in New York and there's a trade show and like just hearing how uh-huh. like independent brands but like established independent brands that like I look up to and it's uh-huh. like oh, like, that's, like, what you want to get to? Yeah. He's like, oh, dude, I got, like, a production company. Like, uh-huh. that's, like, my bread and butter, you know? Yeah. And it's like, damn, like, no one's really living the super dream. The dream being, like, just sustaining yourself financially from, like, your brand. Just one thing. Yeah. yeah. But then, so, like, I was kind of bummed about that for a while. And then, like, how I got out of it was just, like, realizing, like, that sucks anyway. Like, uh-huh. you never want to fucking have all your eggs in one basket, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone tells you that. But, yeah, like, variety is so clutch, especially for fucking, like, clothing. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a volatile market. Like, people could just not be buying or, you know, trends shift crazy. Yeah. Or, like, something fucks up with your brand. Yeah, like, you never want to have that as your only source. So, like, once I kind of came around to that, it took me a mm-hmm. while. I, like, kind of learned to embrace my day job at Bronner's more. Yeah. And it's like, this is... It's a good company, and, like, I'm, I'm good at what I do, and it's, like, not super stressful. Like, yeah. it could be totally, like, yeah, like, if you have a super stressful job, it's definitely a lot harder to fucking do your passion after, yeah. you know? So, I just, like... At least it's not soul-sucking. If you have yeah, a soul-sucking job, sure, you don't want to yeah, do anything Yeah, after, totally, you know? absolutely. So, I mean, I guess, like, that's a lot of shit going around anyway right now, just, like, sh- gratitude, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, just, like, truly internally realizing that like i'm grateful for my job and like it's fine that i just Mm -hmm. stay here and do shit on the side and that was kind of like the acceptance yeah um but then yeah yeah i think i think a lot of people get fucked up sometimes because they're like oh like i got a nine to five like how am i gonna make the side thing my my full time 
But I mean, there's really like nothing wrong with like working nine to five, and then working at your 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 five to nine or whatever, mm-hmm. like all day, and then letting that like just manifest like over time, like that shit will pay off mm-hmm. eventually. Because once it starts like being profitable, then like yo, like why not balance now? You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's not gonna happen set overnight. Set it up, yeah, because like it's so like uh, romantic to think like oh like. I'm going to quit my job and that's going to give me like the fucking motivation to just make this something. It's like, hell no, dude. Like, stay with your job. Make it something and then quit when it's all fucking streamlined and like a good decision. Yeah, don't put yourself in a place of desperation and that's the only reason why you need to make it. Especially if you're like fantasizing about like motivation coming out of that. Yeah. No, that's not. I mean, like my brother, none of you know him so I don't feel as bad but like, (laughs) He did just do that. Like, he's on, like, some other shit of, like, finding himself, too. Uh-huh. But part of... There was a sm- there was a part of it that was, like, when I quit, it's, like... And he's fucking great. He can consult on technology like no one, but, like, he's also lazy like me. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, yeah, man, like, I, I know I'll just, like, you know, kick my butt into gear. Yeah. And now it's, like, three months later, and he just texted me the other day, like... Why am I, like, not going after opportunities and yeah. shit? And it's funny because, like, our dad is, like, this, like, insane, like, self-motivated robot. Like, yeah. For his whole he's life. Like a machine. Dude, he yeah. is fucking nuts. And he's so chill. And, like, he raised us, like, without expectation, too. So he's not, like, a dad that's, like, you know, on your shit. But he's just, like, so internally motivated. And, like, yeah. me and my brother always check, like, yo, you didn't get, like, the gene. Like, the gene didn't start <laughs> popping up, right? It's like, nah, dog, it's so lazy as fuck. Still dormant. Yeah, man, dude, because like I'd be so upset. If, dude, I'd be so upset if my brother had that gene because it's an amazing gene. It, it must skip a generation or something. Who knows? Yeah, it skips knows? Every, every, every third generation or something. But, um, yeah, so definitely don't rely. I mean, yeah. If you think it's like a crutch, like don't use a crutch, you yeah. know, like, oh, this is why I'm not motivated, you yeah. know, like just try your hardest to be motivated in your current situation before you like think some ultimatum. Um, uh, other lessons, something was like, don't do everything yourself just because you can. Yeah. Cause like. I ran out of time last pop-up and I mm-hmm. like wasn't able to do everything I want to do, which is great why I'm having another pop-up at the same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, ACD Gallery, June 24th, mm-hmm. 25th. Uh, <laughs> so subtle. Um, but it's like I can like make uh, a remedy of that, you know? Yeah, like, you got your second you got chance. got round two for sure. That's mm-hmm. what was like super attractive about it. Um, but yeah, I totally ran out of time. Like, didn't plan enough. And I was just doing too much, like, menial tasks. And I had, like, I had, like, cool, like, younger kids that, like, want to be involved and, like, totally would have mm. helped. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I'm good. Like, I, I got it all. Yeah. And I totally could have used them. And I totally didn't, yeah, like, have enough time. I didn't interns. have it all. Like, <laughs> I could have done it. I meant, like, I had it all. I could have done it. But, like, I totally didn't have enough time to do it. And, yeah, I totally could have brought on more help. Um, But, yeah, that was definitely one of the biggest lessons was, like, you kind of break it down. Like, how much time am I spending on this? How much would I pay someone? Like, realistically, how much would it take to pay someone to do this? And yeah. you, like, break down that amount by hours. And it's like... Yeah. Hours, effort. Yeah, like, that. so if you're spending, like, eight hours on something and you know that someone will do it for, like, fucking $40. Yeah. It's like, do I really want to make $10 an hour doing that? Yeah. Like, my time is worth more than $10 yeah, an hour much, right how, now at this point. How much point, do you, you know? value your time? Yeah, like, not actual yeah. money, but, like, it, it puts Just, it in perspective yeah. when you break down the dollar amount. It's like, 
okay, it's $10 an hour that I'm spending on this. Like, that's too cheap, you know? Like, yeah. you should be more efficient with, like, the tasks you're taking on mm-hmm. or the tasks you're relieving of someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes my digitization's like that. So, like, I, I make my own embroideries on, like, a digitizing software where you're, like, literally converting an art file to an uh, embroidery file, like, mapping out each stitch yeah Mm -hmm. and like what kind of fill is going on top and like you know layering to get more raised effects and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and like there's complicated embroidery jobs that are still like the whole reason i taught myself how to embroider is like the sd blur hats yeah because it was such a weird request and like i sent them this blurred out sd logo and was like can you like mimic the company that did my embroidery or my digitizing at the time I was like, can you like mimic like with embroidery, like the blur and they're like, send it back and they're like, oh, we're not even going to charge you an artwork fee. We like tightened it up for you. And they like reversed all the blur effects and just sent me back like a normal SD logo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like it's blurred out. And I want like, they couldn't cause it's so outside of the norm of like a normal customer mm-hmm. request. So that's how I started like searching out digitizing programs and yada, yada, got it. So what I'm trying to say is like, I still do embroideries that aren't like super avant-garde, mm. but are still time-consuming for me to do. Yeah. And just because I know how to digitize now, it doesn't mean mm. I should spend fucking ten hours doing it. Yeah. When they'll charge me like fifty dollars uh. to fucking do it. Yeah. You know. So I just do the weird shit where I'm like, you know, like layering threads yeah, over a design and all the all the funky ideas I have. That's when I digitize it myself, and that's something I learned. You know. It's yeah. Like, just because I can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, I mean, even for even if you wanted to digitize everything, all the little menial tasks, like you could you could be like, oh, like, get somebody to do that. Yeah, okay. like I was doing hang tags like the yeah. last night, and eventually, my uh, my girl was over, and I was just like, she would wanted to help. It was another <laughs> it was another person that wanted to help, yeah, and I was like, no, I help. got it, I got it, and then finally I was like. Okay, I got some got some work for you. <laughs> Here's all these tiny little pins. Yeah. I need you to thread these ropes through these tiny holes and tie them, and I need you to do like a hundred. <laughs> and then I ended up not using them because <laughs> I ran out of like I ran out of like actually I was gonna stamp them and I ran out of time. So I was like, I love you, thank you, but <laughs> but here I still got them. Maybe we'll use them next year. This the hey man, the three year pop up. Yo, no, I mean like actually, or use them this year. Yeah, this because. I pretty much am doing all the things I didn't mean to do. I'm mm-hmm. gonna like build out the inside of the store a little bit. Oh, that'll be tight. I'll give you guys a little preview. Okay. It was uh, like a faux. I have a bunch of like faux brick con, uh, contact paper. Yeah. And then I have like some foam panels. I'm gonna kind of like uh, wrap that in the foam brick and like dent it up, you know, to make uh-huh. it a little 3D action. They're like hyper real prints too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna kind of mount that on different parts of the wall mm-hmm. and also the contact paper on the wall and just kind of change the vibe. Because uh, ACD is like all white, white, walls. white walls, yeah, and, very clean, minimal, and shit. which is great. Because I respect Keith's design. Keith, you know, told me mm-hmm. way back in the day, like uh, design is like when you can't take anything more away. Yeah, you know? and like that yeah, really stuck with me. Yeah, because be, yeah. it's easy to over design. Yeah, you can add shit. what else does it need? What else does it need? But can you take exactly out, what you know? is not needed here? Yeah. It's more like the, just the essentials. Yeah. You know? So shout mm-hmm. out Keith, but yeah. I just want to like, you know, change the vibe. So mm-hmm. that's like the most drastic way I could think of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the lessons. That's what's up. Okay, so back back to the internet shit, because like for me at least, the internet's super important. It's just a tool to me. Like, yeah, you're god of the internet. <laughs> I like like finesse on it, you know, like get make money, like make friends, make connects. 
a lot of people get like really overwhelmed by it and need to disconnect and i'm just i, I just really can't because my next client is probably on the internet you know yeah that for sure uh so it's hard for me employees like, yeah what I, opportunities are passing me by dude yeah i mean it's just it's just a tool like i try i, I don't let it like i try not to let it control me sometimes mm-hmm. i overshare it's whatever but um but yes. yeah sometimes those instagram story uh t- tick marks get pretty tight i know dude someone my homie told my I homie dm me i appreciate yours more than others so. <laughs> my homie dm me the other day he was like yo why is your shit so long i was like I bro am- i kind of treat it like twitter man but i mean because you don't snapchat do you i don't anymore it's, yeah, it's so I, easy I, like, I can't do too like yeah, like import style. export into like a different app and shit. Or not even, well, it's just because like they're both once they came out the story feel. It's like I can't do two different apps that are like geared towards the instant, you know, yeah. deleting video. It's like I, I mean, in, much Instagram already got it. It was whatever. And I was already using Instagram, so I was like, I just uh, defected from yeah. Snapchat. I don't know. Their I don't, filters still on fleek though. Wait, Snapchat? Yeah, Snapchat filter. Yeah. I mean, Instagram added it, but it's not as good, Sounds I don't think. Good. But, yeah. So long, the anyway. Insta story. Nah, so a homie yesterday told me, he's like, bro, like, your Insta story is popping. Like, there you go. Like, he's like, yo, like, if, I, if, if ever I'm in a mood, bro, I'm going to just check your shit out. And there's at least, like, one That's motivational thing. That's what I told you. Like, I, there's a few other people that have, like, sometimes hit your, like, you know, yeah. tiny square amount. But, like, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not I'd as, never it's record not a whole concert. For sure. Because... That's my I, thing too. I try and so try and keep my videos super short. Yeah, or it's a couple boomerangs, or you know, yeah. like a, like a photo I took or something. You know, but mm-hmm. I try to make it as purposeful as possible. Or sometimes it's like occasional. Yours is hella purposeful, dude. Yeah. It's like either your work or like uh, a medium article with a sick quote. Yeah. Just because, yo, someone might need to see it, bro. Like, yeah. Everybody's like, yo, where'd you read this? I'm like, bro, like download medium, man. Like, I already asked. I've already asked you that yeah. before. I'm like, what app is? I mean, mainly because I saw you could, like, highlight shit. And see yeah, it, you can annotate shit and then comment and all but that. But it's so only medium articles that you get through it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, just like, it's a select a thing, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of app articles, like, self-help articles, spiritual articles, shit like that. But mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit. But anyways, so, yeah, the internet. Internet's a tool. But we joke around about being internet fuckboys and shit. But what do you think are the good parts of it being involved and informed on the internet? Cause sometimes it can be overwhelming or you can do the most or do the least. But yeah. Or like, people are like, why are you even like motivated to like keep up to date? Yeah. Like why, teenagers why do you care? In New York. Why do you yeah. care? You know? Yeah. Like, you're a 28 year old man. Why do you care? <laughs> well, I was like 26 at the time. I was really <laughs> popping off, but still, uh, cause it's fucking just interesting to me. Like why do girls, or not girls but why do people like uh well i like kind of like vanderpump too but like why do people like like stupid reality you know like people have like vices you know yeah. where they could be like hella sophisticated hella like tasteful even like uh-huh. film tasteful and they yeah. just like love like some bravo shit you know uh-huh. and it's just like a guilty pleasure and yeah. it's like i just like it you know like it doesn't do <laughs> anything but it gives me shit to talk to with you yeah. about and honestly like so this leads me to the next thing like the main thing in terms of like not the benefit of the internet but the benefit of like in terms of staying in touch with the community that you want to fuck with yeah like deep in touch with like yeah. everything that's going on yeah like we are it gives you when you like when I go to those trade shows uh-huh. and it's like industry people like you, there's usually something to talk about 
yeah, it's like more chance, easy dude. icebreaker, easy you know? icebreaker, and you can yeah. relate. Or if they bring it up, you can relate. Or you know, someone's talking about it. Uh. It's just like it. Yeah, low key just gives you a lot more uh, fodder for talking to True. randos in the industry and stuff. Content, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, like, like you were saying, like how the internet helped you. Like, you know, it's like when I get like unmotivated, it's like the internet is fucking nuts. Like before <laughs> the internet think about how you would have to go about like learning how to launch a brand like you need to find someone that did it they'd have uh, probably have to be local or you yeah. knew someone that knew someone out there and you call their fucking home phone um but like now there's this thing that like the hell how to guys like yeah. everyone's posted a video 10,000 videos explaining one thing the yeah. t-shirt forum is uh, a crazy resource i remember that I, I everyone it's still great dude like i still go on t-shirt forum every once in a while because i know there's like some shit you want to know is for sure on t-shirt forum and it's just like it's totally even the playing field. Like, yeah, it does. It it's does. nuts. It's all up to you. That's why it's like yeah, um, there's like no excuses. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. That's why when I'm unmotivated, it's like I am like literally the only barrier. Like yeah, I have at my fingertips. Yeah, I mean, all your tools can be on your iPhone right now. Totally, you know. And you can research so much stuff on your iPhone. Yeah. You just need to do it. And you, you kind of need to ask the right questions and all that. Of but, course, right. But but it's all there. You yeah, could, it is all there. And you could even figure out the right questions, you know, on yeah. the internet if you're asking the wrong questions. Yeah. It's, just leave. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. One thing leads to another. But I, th- I think I think from when we talk, one of the uh, one of the advantages is that, like, you mentioned, like, people own stores, people run brands and shit, and then... You probably wouldn't have known them on other otherwise other than the internet or like had something to talk about or just keep in touch. Totally. Because I feel like that's what you're you you've been really good at is keeping in touch with these people who run brands and all that or just connecting the dots with them. And yeah, like social media. Just sleuthing out. too much, like on internet. Yeah, on, lurking. Yeah, like it, lurking you know? to the point where when you meet them in real life, you can kind of talk to them about things like you kind of know them or yeah well i mean like it was like very organic in japan Mm -hmm. with like great um like it was just cool because i loved their store Mm -hmm. and i knew the owner was kubo just because i followed him he's kind of like a big character out there Mm -hmm. um but like you know it's like how do you just go there like even yeah like i traveled from america whatever but still it's like how do you talk to like because i like looked up to him so much but then and I knew like Yasu was his assistant mm-hmm. and I had followed him for a while and so I went to the, for people that don't know it's like the store in Tokyo I just went mm-hmm. but it's just the store that I really respect and I just went in there knowing that you know who's the owner who's the assistant and I saw the assistant there uh-huh. and like had known from Instagram that they were in LA yeah so I like that was like the the uh, the icebreaker you know uh-huh. and then we could talk about LA and yeah. I was and I was like, oh Yasu, oh, I'm Grant. I came. I, I, I love your store. And like, how was the LA trip? You yeah. know. And that like, as simple. That's like a huge icebreaker from when you had nothing else before. Yeah. And that's just from like watching a fucking Instagram story at yeah. the right time. You know. Yeah. So it's crazy, and that's why that's another reason like staying connected on the internet is important. Because mm-hmm. when you have your moment, you have something to talk about. Yeah. With that person. Yeah. Okay. I feel what like. did I? What did I even answer the question? Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> what, what did you even ask me? <laughs> but yeah, the the pros and cons of the internet. But uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll just move on to the next one, I guess. But we probably should ask this before since we talk about town does. But with the uh, with the pop up, like 
I mean, because you were telling me, you were like, tell me when I was going to launch my brand. I remember. Yeah, you were you telling me. You and Jamar me, were going to do like a fucking U-Haul. The U-Haul I'm still thing. sad you didn't do that. It, I mean, it Next could still time. happen. Yeah, it could still happen. Dude. Oh, of course. I told them like maybe when we finally collaborate or something, like, we can probably do that. But Yeah. Um, yeah, you were telling me like physical presence, like just from the jump would be great. So what, because I mean, just, you know, like just being on the internet, the internet generation, people creating things, creating products, whatever. Um, it can just live on the internet and you'll never experience the brand in person like other than like the tea order or something so what would you say is like the advantages of like having like a physical space that houses your brand and like the interactions with you and the customer like no middleman no social media just like you face to face like all that mm-hmm. I mean cause I mean you're doing the so, second pop up now so I mean yeah. obviously it's been important to you I guess when I did the first pop-up, because this was like the collection release, you know, so it hadn't mm-hmm. been available until the physical pop-up at ACD. Yeah. Um, I just fucking loved ACD Gallery and felt like blessed to do it. And I were like, I felt like it would, I would be blessed if I could do a pop-up there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I was thinking about legis- legitimacy as much as I should have been, because that's definitely mm-hmm. like one of the biggest pluses. But I felt like ah yeah i guess it was legitimate like i just thought like people would be like oh what the fuck but the thing yeah. is a lot of people don't even know what acdr is because they're yeah. like niche but yeah for me i just felt like being associated with them would be like the right move mm. and i felt like uh like a collection release pop-up like maybe gave me the best selling point to keith the yeah. owner of acd yeah so like hey like i'll drop it first at your store you know because that's uh-huh. like the best sales you know you don't mm-hmm. want to be like oh it's been out for a month can i do a pop-up here yeah. you know because he wanted i mean everyone everyone's he's got to pay off especially if he's like giving up his store for the whole day like yeah. he would make sales otherwise so you need to be making sales uh-huh. you know to make it worth his while true um but definitely i think the main thing for me back then which is also like the second biggest plus mm-hmm. is uh friend network uh like uh kind of just like you tap into other people's networks and yeah. they invite people and it's like sure their net like say like quinn has mm. friends that don't know me yeah sure they might see me on twitter a little bit through mentions or something mm. or they might see like her post a picture of my uh the lookbook she did mm-hmm. for me shout out quinn mm-hmm. um but that doesn't translate to clicks, dude. Like, even yeah. my fucking friends, like, I'll post, like, I used to, before this collection was, like, in the works, I was posting, like, TBT, like, throwbacks mm. of, like, old shit mm. from the last collection. And they're like, dude, I need this. Like, when is it going to drop? I was like, dude, like, my website's in my bio. It's <laughs> on the website. Granted, it's sold out, but, like, you could know it already. Like, yeah. by saying when it's going to drop, it's like, you don't even look you at the townos.com. <laughs> Like, forget you didn't even see anything of the promos of last year, but, like, it's all still on there. list is sold out. And mm. I was like, damn, like, people don't... I definitely, like, overestimate, like, how much people, like, will potentially interact with mm. you. So, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is making, like, an event, you know, it's more of an event, more of uh-huh. a production value, uh, gets people more excited mm. than Quinn's, you know, those potential, you know, uh, friends that we're talking about of Quinn's 
Mm-hmm. Now she's going to invite them, of course. Yeah. But now it's like more motivation for everyone to go because like this event and mm-hmm. fucking free tacos and free beer. Yeah. That's my, my go-to marketing ploy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you just make it like more than just like a, like a clothing pop-up. Like, yeah. you know, you make an event so then people are more motivated to come. And then... They're there, and, and th- they thus the they're fucking with... I mean, they're going through your brand because uh, that's, like, the center of the pop-up, even yeah. though it's, like, you know, they came for the other stuff. So that's, like, one of the biggest... That's almost bigger than legitimacy because it's, like, really gets you out there. Uh-huh. But it's definitely, like, those two things. It lends legitimacy, and it helps you tap into other people's networks that, like, might not have the motivation to click through. Yeah, there's, like, no incentive, you know? Now there's an incentive because mm-hmm. they're there... The tacos are there. The clothes mm-hmm. are there. People are wearing the clothes. They're like, oh, that shit, I, that looks fly on that person, you know? Yeah, that's another thing, I think thing that too. helps to see yeah. the fit or, like, to see it in person, like, it mm-hmm. exists, you know? Yeah, even when you have, like, a lookbook of people dressed up in clothes, it's still different to see IRL. Yeah. Someone, like, wearing it well definitely has more of an impact. True. Um, yeah, like, with, the, with Johnny's At The Moment shit, bro, like, see people wearing At The Moment everywhere, and then people are just like... What's, what's at the moment like why is there like eight yo my homie my homie was at some event that wasn't yeah. that he's like everyone was or I think he went to Hango Freak or something and he's like everyone was wearing at the moment there I was like yeah that's my boy <laughs> shout out Johnny shout out Johnny <laughs> love you Johnny so much <laughs> yeah every every fucking time but yeah that's the lens of the legitimacy it's like things just need to exist in the real world absolutely know? cause internet's the internet like you can do I hate it I hate it when people post their products and it's just the mock-up. I'm like, bro, no, I can't do that. Bro. That's like You're just like, that's oh, the like Gildan stock photo with yeah. your logo just to drag Or the over Supreme it. Tea. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> I mean, that, I use that for mock-ups for clients. Uh-huh, because like, it looks nice. But, but I would never post it. Yeah, it's like shit. a marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, like for, for sure. sale. And then it's on the... Oh, yeah, like, yeah, totally. It's like the product shop. Yeah, the like, product shop, buying, bro. It's oh, like you have these shirts ready to sell and you don't have an actual... Yeah, I feel like, like you don't have them ready or yeah. they're just pre-orders and you don't say it's a yeah. pre-order. No, I can't do that. I everything, mean, Everything's just photo I took other shit. You yeah, know? absolutely. And like back to what you were saying about, uh, you know, like a dime a dozen, like internet uh, brand, you know, Inst- yeah. Instagram brand is a term. It's like, it's like the SoundCloud rapper equivalent oh, for like yeah, streetwear yeah, brands yeah. or something, you know, it's like that, that little diss. Um, but that definitely helps if you have a pop-up, but more so if you have, like, stockists, like, you uh-huh. know, uh, people bringing your brand in. Mm-hmm. That's, like... Because, obviously, direct-to-consumer is, like, way tighter because your yeah. margins are higher. Yeah. And you get, like, so fucked uh, selling to a store. Yeah, because you might do consignment. Yeah, I mean, you don't get fucked, but in terms of margins, you get fucked. Yeah, but you it's get the whole thing. because you get the fucking, you know, the legitimacy the, the of being there, but then also you tap in... Like, even more so than, like, in terms of having a pop-up and, like, tapping into other networks that are mm-hmm. still connected, you're tapping into, like, a whole fucking spiderweb of networks that you were, weren't even connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you had, like, zero degree, or, I mean, like, ten degrees of separation yeah. from, now it's you like know? One. Yeah, and yeah. now they all see... So that's, like, fucking huge, man. That makes a lot of sense. And if you have, like, a, a well-respected store, mm-hmm. then other stores will, like be more inclined to bring you in just because you're in a sick said sick store mm-hmm. like hey, how do i get that brand yeah like that? i had a homie say like like a well-connected in the industry for a long time homie say like uh like s- brands just throw their shit at union los angeles because they know like it lends so much legitimacy mm-hmm. to their brand 
Yeah. So they're just like so desperate. Yeah. Not like everybody once you're can in get there, in then you can get into other store. You know what yeah, I mean? It makes it just so like much easier getting to other the store. Gateway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's tough as fuck. You know, you need to be on some shit. Totally. And that's like more of like the extreme version. But yeah, just mm. being in any store it definitely lends legitimacy, and then more so just taps you into this like totally foreign customer network. Yeah. All not, not just the homies. Yeah. Yeah. At not first, just the homies. At first, it's the homies. <laughs> And then that that slows down and runs out, and then like you need you actually need like a growing fan. Absolutely. Base. And then you're tapping into these customers that potentially buy your shit and then wear it out. Yeah. To like a new area that yeah. you no one's wearing it out. You yeah, know? like Japan. Yeah, or, like Japan or, or even whatever. LA. Yeah, like yeah. anything. So it's just kind of a snowball. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, spiderweb just gets bigger, whatever. Yeah, and absolutely. Ripples come out yeah. in the water. It's like and exponential shit. growth, totally. But okay, so. You just came back, just came back from Japan, man. My favorite place on earth, you know. So obviously we gotta talk about that. So what'd you do, and obviously what'd you learn from it? This is the rough one. <laughs> I feel like I didn't like have that many takeaways to be like not like just super objective takeaways. Uh-huh. It was more like the difference in culture that yeah, was trippy. That's fine too. Um, I, yeah, I guess I'll just start with that. Like, the difference in culture was nuts, obviously. Um, and I think it kind of boils down to the focus on collectivist culture mm-hmm. there as opposed to, like, the individualist culture of the United States. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely, like, pros and cons of both. Like, mm-hmm. you see a lot of things implemented in Japan for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just, like, mainly, like, subway things. Like lots of courteous like highly courteous yeah. things like even though everyone's on their cell phone anyway but there's like signs everywhere to like not be on your cell phone yeah. on the subway because like you're gonna like disturb yeah the peace Dude. of other people and like imagine america like no, no go no, fuck nobody. yeah okay. what the fuck no one could even wrap their mind around requesting that of like people of public transportation yeah. you know like deal with it yeah it's like yeah which is like individual but also then like i hang out with like uh, I got linked up with some homies from like a friend of a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and they like treat me like family and like took me out one night and like they're like fucking family now but you know they they do the one of them's like creative but one of them like does the fucking corporate mm. you know work there and it's like brutal man like they work such long hours and like collectivist culture shit they don't like to, they have PTO but they don't like to take it because it's like mm-hmm. you're gonna leave the team for your own self-benefit of vacation and it's like you know it could be internal or external you're afraid what they're gonna think of that but it all boils down like collectivist Mm. culture you know like the greater good of the company yeah and that definitely is like a more of a detrimental part Mm. and shit like yeah i mean even in like even in like japanese movies or like samurai movies whatever it's all about like the honor and all that it's all Mm -hmm. about like what other people think i mean i mean it's like it's it's a certain way to live you know but Oh, you think it's a mixture of, like, your own moral compass? Yeah, moral compass. Honor being, like, you know, uh-huh. uh, maintaining your rigid moral compass or whatever. Yeah. But it is definitely what people think also. Yeah. who cares about honor if you don't care what people think? Yeah, because otherwise you do whatever you want. It, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. There's that, too. Um, that is pretty much it. Also, like, fucking details. Like, there's just hella, like... I mean, I was already on this. Like, I was already uh-huh. really trying to up my packaging game. Uh-huh. Like, shout out Acne Studios. I just mm. got 
they had like this killer sample sale for 48 hours and i got some jeans on the cheap but they sent me like the full packaging mm-hmm. system it was like a nice like matte rubberized pink bag with like a big pink envelope mm-hmm. with the invoice and then a little pink envelope inside that envelope with like a thank you card and that's why I was asking about that paper, like, the uh, uh, like, because it's, like, this soft paper. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, this is nuts. Bruh, and that, it was, like, a crazy sale, too. That's got to cost money, too. For like, all sure, that dude. Shit. Yeah. And that's just the brand and packaging. But know? it, like, blew me away. You yeah. Know? And and I'm like, I'm, like, not one to be, like, super, like, mm. into that. Like, just give me the product. Yeah. But, like, the fact that it blew me away, I was like, damn, like. If it blew me away, then for sure is affecting <laughs> other people like, yeah. by leaps and bounds. So I was super like focused on upping my packaging game for this uh, collection. But then when I went to Japan, I just like uh, drove it home because like like that shit I showed you. There's like a the airline they like give you yeah. your like fucking little envelope with your custom papers and like a fucking barf bag and like there's like a square that says like call if you have questions on the back and then on the other side it's like this sick ass painting like yeah. print and like a nice print with like some like super artistic like Japanese painting that someone did yeah and it's just like a cool <laughs> knickknack yeah and it's like there's not even branding on that side and it's like you just have this like call if you have any problems card mm. with like this sick ass art on the back yeah and it's like no one would ever do that in America. Like, <laughs> not in a million years. Step, Especially man. airlines. Fuck yeah. no. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, nah, Hell South no. would do that shit. Hell no. So, yeah, uh, like, details always matter, but I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone fucking knows that. But seeing it, like, for me in Japan, it's mm-hmm. like the, con- the construction, everything seems a little more deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy in Japan. Like, one of my main observations is that they built up Dude, all all the buildings there's definitely are like fuck. no height restrictions there. Yeah, it's like however much you can afford to like fucking build. Yeah, in terms of height. Yeah, me and my friend were talking about that too. Yeah, so I mean, that, there's crazy details in the buildings, in the streets, the cars, everything. Like I definitely know what you're talking. And the food, how they serve the food, fucking like different restaurants and shit. Hell yeah, I miss that shit. That's what's up. We need to go again. I'm done. together. I'm already itching. I've been, I've been, dude. Ready to hit yeah. my head again on the door frames. It's okay. It was only when I was drunk, so I had like. Oh, because you're too tall for it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I had to duck, man. And it was like our place we were staying for like ten days, so I knew I had to duck. But it was like, Vigil. I'd like, or I'd like, I'd like, uh, I'd come out and be like, oh shit, I forgot like the pocket Wi-Fi. I'd like mm-hmm. run back in there and then ram my head into it because oh, I wasn't thinking, you know. Yeah. I was just like, oh. <laughs> but my homie's like 6'4 so he's taller uh, than me so we've like interchanged uh, nursing each other back to hell true man Japan man okay yeah, so dude. what what's next what's next for you and Town Dust and all that yeah you can talk about the pop up now or like whatever details yeah Just plug uh, it as if I didn't already plug it uh, it's gonna be at ACD Gallery in North Park mm-hmm. June 24th 25th this month um, it's just right across from Bluefoot it's a sick-ass store with a very rare stock list for San Diego. True. And it's just sick that he's been doing business there for, like, two and a half years, over two years now. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that something can survive like that in SD because Lord knows we've had our fair share of, like, cool stores that don't survive. Yeah. Here, like, Commissary and shit. Yeah, like Willie's Commissary Workshop. Had, yeah, yeah, Willie's Workshop. Uh, Commissary had, like, two locations and mm-hmm. eventually shuttered both. Um but 
So, where was I going with this? Still cool store. Oh yeah, I was plugging my shit. Um, yeah, so it's there. Uh, it's gonna be my next collection dropping. I'll probably be dropping some uh, product shots more and lookbook stuff in the coming weeks. I got mm. a sick ass video to go along with it. Stoked on that. Got some uh, CGI action going in there. <laughs> Just really getting outside my comfort zone, trying to make it happen. Uh. Um, and it should be cool. It's just like a short one-minute video of like a hero on his journey to save his girlfriend. Is that the theme of the collection? Maybe? Kind of, yeah. So the theme of the collection is kind of like bravery, courageous-based. Mm. Um, you know, it's like some anime-inspired elements in there, like with the embroidery on that mm. French terry. Because that's like a you know big general theme in a lot of animes. Mm. Um so that's the vibe, and then the collection goes with just like kind of a you know general hero story of that. Mm. Um, free tacos, free beer, mm. and I'm gonna have like a uh, tapestry of embroidery with mm. some interactive UV light things. Hey. Won't give too much away, but yeah, it'll be cool. Um, and. Some raffles. And I'm going to restock the SD Blur. Anyone that uh, likes the SD Blur (laughs) and is pissed that it's been sold out for so long, that's my final Trump marketing card uh, ploy. And I'm going to restock the SD Blur for y'all. Probably raffle off some, too. Might even do a special color for it if I'm feeling wild. (laughs) What other colors is there? The brown? No, don't do a brown. No, I mean, I would do, like, a new color combo. Oh, like, what other colors? Like a San Diego color? Like, I'll probably do it on a green hat or something. I don't know. Okay, that'd be tight, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, because right now we got the black, the navy, and the tan colorways. But, yeah, mm. so I'll probably be restocking that to really try and bait and switch all you guys to come in there. <laughs> um, but, and what's next? Man, that's the thing is, uh, you know, this time last year I didn't even have my next plan. It took me, like, a whole year to find my motivation <laughs> again. And here we are, like, year to date, same pop-up. So, I mean, what's next is, like, to not get unmotivated and, like, just keep it going because, like, consistency is so important Mm -hmm. and so easy to, like, let go and procrastinate your consistency. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just, like, trying to get out into more stores because I want to tap into other customer bases and I, like, kind of suck at, like, Mm -hmm. marketing myself. Mm -hmm. So that's almost like a cheat code. I mean, you have to... Granted, you have to market yourself to like be a good candidate, yeah, so they can see yeah. that you, you have a sick presence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta sell it to them, and they want to see that you have that a you presence. Can, you know, so you gotta be marketing, yeah, to sell to other people. But definitely like trying to get out into stores, but also um, internationally is definitely like like I yeah. went out to Japan yeah. with my collection to try and like you know stir up some interest, and that uh, I laid down some groundwork out there. But yeah, I definitely want to push out in Japan more. And just internationally and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find like a good shipping partner right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm already I'm I got some ideas for the next pieces. Okay. So that's already a, a plus from last year because I like finished everything. I was like, oh, there's there's like yeah. I have no idea what I even want to do for my second collection. You know, and like mm-hmm. fashion. Even if you're doing one collection a year, you still need to like know what you're gonna do next by the time you're doing. You know, dropping your first. Yeah, you should thing. be ahead. Always like, for a sure. Season or two. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, so this collection is based on, uh, 
Just kind like of bravery, on, courage, um, hero type but, stuff. But there's like anime influence. What anime do you recommend? I know you can talk about this all day. Oh man, I three. Just name three. Oh, three. Name three. Know, three. You already you... know Steins Gate is the one that yeah, I always so tell I, people I, so to watch. I, I, I always tell people to watch Steins Gate. It's like it's like one season, twenty two uh-huh. or twenty three episodes. Um, if you go on like Anime Planet, mm. it's from 2011 and it's ranked like number four, number five of all time. Yeah. And like all the ones up there are like classics, you uh-huh. know? So to see like a 2011 anime that's like fucking out of all genres, like all time, yeah, it's fucking nuts, dude. And like, it sucks because a lot of people don't know. The reason it was so tight for me is because I lived through this in like 2002 when I was uh-huh. little on the internet. Uh-huh. There was this guy that went on, I forget what forums, but he went on some forum oh, yeah, and said he genres. traveled back in time. Like this is real life. He said he traveled back in na- time. His name was John Titor, uh, J-O-H-N-T-I-T-O-R. And you can look up the Wikipedia page. It'll break it down for you. And like he went on these forums, claimed he got sent back, you know, or like, mm-hmm. say, claimed he traveled back in time. Yeah. And like you know made these predictions, and like you know sent like a few pictures, and then like I think it went on for me like a week or two, and then he just like vanished, stopped posting. You know. So he went and, back. <laughs> exactly exactly well, dude so it was like 2002 like i was really fucking young uh-huh. uh and i was just like eating that i was like mind fucked to shit uh-huh. and i literally had to wait like three years before like his first prediction didn't come true what was it to, i don't remember we'd have to go on wikipedia uh-huh. but that was what that. eventually because he made some predictions that didn't come true but you had to wait like because they weren't like yeah. they weren't right then or that close to happening in time so like yeah, I had to wait. But so this anime uh-huh. like touches on that, and they touch on something I was super into: the LHC, the Large Hadron Particle Accelerator, uh-huh. which is like is a real thing. Or something? Yeah, somewhere yeah. in Europe. Uh, CERN is the like international group of physicists that like headed up everything and operate it. Yeah, and like people were afraid it was gonna be like black holes and shit. Like this is real life. Like yeah, people were no. like threatening them like to not turn on because they were afraid like black holes would happen because it's like the craziest particle accelerator and they're gonna see like uh you know subatomic particles that they've only like seen and thought of in theory and so this anime plays on that and like so like they did it in real life and there were no black holes and something but the anime says they did in real life told everyone that but they found time travel Uh, but just kept it low key Uh and then cern becomes like this like kind of like the uh crazy organization that's like trying to control time travel like time cops and shit. yeah or yeah but yeah trying to like keep a lid on anyone else getting it you know and like kind of ruthless and like john titor is in the anime uh-huh. and he really did come back oh, that's crazy it's some but shit dude yeah because those were kind of those are totally separate you know uh-huh. like like that was 2002 lhc hadron particle collider was like 20 14 or like 2012 mm-hmm. or something um but yeah like they totally like intertwine those together like seamlessly mm-hmm. and it was just two things i was really into in life and i was like what the fuck like this is nuts and it's a really well rated anime so it's just like a sick ass story so mm-hmm. anyway low commitment one season 22 24 episodes um i don't even know any other recommendations other than that to be honest Man, I, got, I, always, I always recommend motherfucking full metal alchemist okay yeah, yeah I fully, fully coolie 
Dude, I, I don't know shit. about the Fudi Kui, man. I just like it. It's just perverted. It's funny and the animation is shit. I think, yeah, maybe taking it for like what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, get... the story's not that crazy, but it's just like it's just funny. It's like on a adult well, the story. Still, like metaphorical, you know? What is it? What's the metaphor? I haven't seen it like since I was a kid. I guess this isn't really gonna spoil it. Yeah, it's I mean... like a it's a metaphor for a kid coming of age. Oh, just like when he gets hit with the fucking guitar. And yeah, shit. I think like all the weird things are like metaphors in the general story. They're all metaphors relating to him coming of age, and the general story is like him coming of age. That makes sense. Because I was into it. Because I was like, I'm into like weird shit that like can't be explained at first. You know, mm-hmm. like why is there the giant iron in the mm-hmm. city? You know, and yeah. like tell me, eventually I'll know the story behind it. But like you never, yeah. they don't touch on it. You know, it's yeah. just like all of a sudden blasts off. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, anyway, so it just didn't satisfy me like that. But I could totally see it, like, because I, I was probably, like, expecting the wrong things uh-huh. from it. Fudiku's tight. Uh, Death Note. Yeah, I got through, like, I, five episodes. The first season? Yeah, second oh, season, Netflix, Second season is, like, whatever, but the first season is amazing. It's just so smart and, like, yeah, like real-life logic games that, like, you didn't think of that possibility, but it, like, makes sense in real life, you know? Mm. It's just like, damn, you're just fucking, like, super smart and logical. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it before they launch the Netflix live-action shit. Did you oh, yeah, when's that? that coming out? I have no idea. I always thought William Defoe looked like that he guy. He did! He's he an exact yes, like, character that he casting, for yeah. sure, William Defoe. The voice and the way he looks. Yeah. yeah. Goblin. Green yeah, Goblin. Green Goblin. Oh, uh, yeah, the voice, for sure. Um, uh, okay, one last one. <laughs> Run this by you. Uh, Wait, now I only, can only think of the main character's name. Code Geass? No, I have no idea. That's a really highly rated one. You might like that more than... Which def- one, what is that one about? Lelouch. The, the, it's like in the future, and like Britannia, it's like Britain is like a huge superpower. Uh-huh. And he's like part of the royal family. And then like, I, don't, I watched it a long ass time ago, but like some weird shit happens, some chick shows up. And mm-hmm. he gets like knocked out, and he gets like this power to like make people do things. Mm-hmm. But he's but it's also like governed by rules. So like he's like you know writing down as he makes people do things like you know what changes what and mm-hmm. like what if I tell someone to do something after I've already like you know yeah I don't it's like, he's, it's like his one eye that like makes people do shit, and then he like gets disconnected from like Britannia and like hates them for some reason yeah. I forget and so then like the anime is like him like waging a rebellion oh that's crazy but he's like from the family you know oh. originally and now he's like using his eye to like make these moves but it's like the moves he makes are super smart you know oh. like death note like how he like kills people a certain way like yeah like the what he makes people do is like super smart and but like believable you know oh. it's not like outlandishly cool mm-hmm. so it's that like uh real life like cool idea i guess but mm. yeah yeah you should fucking okay. watch that one so y'all should watch that i'm about to there you go I'm about to watch the Steins Steins game one. It's fucking been telling you for yeah. so long. I know. For I feel like no one I tell watches that because no one knows what fucking John Tide is. I'm like the only person that <laughs> I know. I've never heard <laughs> that. Pretty much that anime for me. Yeah, for real. Time. I swear to God. Okay, so I'll probably bring this back or delete it. I don't really, I don't really know. But what is your unpopular opinion? Oh, I forgot you do this shit. So this is on the spot. Wow, dude, that's let you so know. funny. I was because like I was like I because I haven't listened for a while. I'll be honest, yeah. but like I always forget in the to beginning. Ask. I remember like uh, Jenny about- and Trisha, and I was like, man, I would like be so ready for that, but I'll, <laughs> but I'll never do a podcast. Oh yeah, so like this is my first pod. Uh, I like 
I just hate the idea of like talking about myself uh, just like on the spot. Uh-huh. So I just thought I'd never do them, but just the coinciding of the pop up shop, <laughs> cross marketing, I really couldn't do myself that disservice. Uh-huh. So like Vige knew I was vulnerable, and like he had been bugging me for a while. <laughs> he had like been bugging me for ago. a while, and then he hit me up like, like oh, the yeah. other day, and I was. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe the cross promotion. He's like, exactly. I was like, oh, you were already thinking that, just playing into your hands. (laughs) But you did it subtly. You did, yeah. You pulling puppet master (laughs) behind the scenes, just pulling the strings. Um, But yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. What's your humble opinion? Oh yeah, I thought I thought I'd never have to do this. Um, Maybe anything except pineapple. Oh no. I was just about to bust that out. Because everybody talks about that. So. And everyone hit, uh, <laughs> Yo, but let me just say, pineapple and pizza is so good. No ham, though. Not not Hawaiian style. Just pineapple just and pineapple. cheese. Probably <laughs> even more, like, probably fucks beach minds up even yes, more. It's no, like, why? what you can't compute? Yeah, yo, Twitter is hilarious with, like, the battle of that. Dude, everybody sends pineapple me that pizza shit, shirts. Everybody yeah, because that's that what happens when you hate on it so much. God. Everyone's going to s- send the food, pro pineapple pizza shit to you. I had a whole food thread of, of, of surveys. Or I mean, you're, like, definitely, like, on the right side of history because, like, all the real pizza places are, like, don't ask for pineapple. Like, yeah. I've seen, I've seen multiple menus. Like yeah, and they're, like, like you're a bitch. It's like... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I like that sweet and savory. <laughs> you like a McGriddle? Same flavor profile in terms of sweet and savory. But, the, but yeah, I don't know. I, I can't defend it right now. I just don't yeah, like it. Yeah, of course you can't. I know. <laughs> Everything would fall apart. <laughs> your whole empire. <laughs> you build your whole brand around oh, it. Oh, no. My but, brand's built that'd on That'd be hilarious. Fuck, I want so how I got my start was I just started hating on Pineapple Pizza on Twitter. I posted yeah, a survey. It didn't give anybody a choice. Yeah. Um... Shit, okay. Leave your hate in the comments, y'all. Yeah, like and subscribe right here. Uh. Yeah, like and subscribe. (laughs) Like and subscribe if you never want to hear this guy on the podcast again. Okay, we'll just wrap it up, Just diss your sensei. You got got Grant here, uh, pop-up, June 25th. 24th, 25th. 25th, ACD Gallery, new collection dropping. Free tacos, free beer. Free tacos, free beer. San Diego, across the street. A free pin. You don't even have to make a purchase if you come to me and tell me you listen to the podcast. I'll give you a free Ooh. pin. There you go. That's the... Okay, that's remember the that. Thing. If you all made it through this whole podcast, remember, drop one degree separation in front of Grant and he'll give you a free pin. Yeah, you don't even have to buy anything. Okay. Right. That's a good incentive. Cross-marketing. cross, cross marketing. There uh-huh. you go. I gotta give you Damn. something. Damn, okay. I just thought that right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, mail delivery. Mail delivery. God okay. damn it. <laughs> the roommates were so quiet until the very end. But, okay, yeah. Across the street from Bluefoot in North Park. Um, I always say this, but I'm always just trying to be more consistent because more people keep bringing up the podcast. Maybe eventually I'll get an intro or drops, whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude, that's like the first thing I remember from the every, Quinns. Everybody one, tells me the that, number, one, the right? first first podcast you ever did is like, oh, I'll get a drop for the next one. Yo, <laughs> I have the producer friends, but they've they've never given me a beat. You know, like have you been persistent? In I've asked, but you know, you know, persistence like, uh, is key. You know, we talked about that earlier. True. Okay, I'll be persistent. Even for the homies, the homies. But uh, yeah, try to be more consistent. Um, Lord for, knows, I put free design work on the back burner for the homies. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah. true. Money, the money, money the paid shit comes dude, first. Money talks. Um, other than that, with me, nothing really going on. Probably I launched the the five to nine studio with my homie, uh, 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, huge. recently, like on May 9th. Uh, design firm. Design firm, Hella Services. Uh, we get we getting money. Um, you know, because I mainly just design, but we have a range of services. Yeah. We're bringing in full other package, people. Full package, man. Yeah, we can do the full package. Merch. We're, we're trying to focus on the cool shit. So there's like merch and like website, logo, branding. Lookbook. Uh, lookbook. We can do that because I own a brand. My other homie like, shots. does brands and shit. We can build it out for you. Uh, shameless plug on that. Got some big projects on the way. You'll probably hear about it soon. It's huge. Hopefully it's a game changer. Um, what else? Nothing really. Just uh, on the tail end of all this crazy shit with uh, DJing and unfiltered uh, yeah big ass weekend for you yeah it was huge i'm so tired still man i haven't really slept much but um yeah i mean hopefully more things will come up i'll do more podcasts grant was one of the first people that when i first asked him he said no but there's a a bunch of other people that have afterwards that have said no so i'm about to bug them about it hopefully first conquest yeah hopefully find a reason to finally got me for them to hop on the podcast Uh, just now that i know you're just lying in wait for the opportunist (laughs) right here oh i'm just like no i couldn't but the marketing like yeah dude the marketing would be great on yeah and then you plug the whole free pin thing so people oh yeah of course so I know okay. people are listening. Uh, yeah, come through. Uh, support San Diego community. Support locals. Check out ACD Gallery. I feel like not, not as many people know about ACD Gallery. I still run into like people where I, like like you know the initial judgment. I'm like, oh, they for sure know. Mm. And it's like, nah, like what's that? It's like yeah. you fuck with like, uh, like North Park so heavy. Yeah, you, yeah, but. It's yeah, just, dude. It's it's it kind of in the time. cuts. It's not on. It's alcohol. not. Yeah. It's it's not it's, on, de- it's at the end of thirtieth. Yeah. It's like next it's to a salon. University. It's pretty. It's, even on the end it's of thirtieth. Like yeah, yeah. Even kinda. on the end of thirtieth, you could miss it if you weren't looking for it. Cause it's like down right a little. It's like on the combo building with a salon. Yeah. It's right next Super to the, the Jack in the Box. So. Dude, that's the thing about Japan. Really quick. So many things are low key storefront wise. Like, <laughs> like Visvim, which is like. You know, like indigo dyed shirts from like the Himalayan mountain, like uh-huh. just like special crazy shit was uh-huh. like below K Swiss, uh-huh. but it, they didn't have any sign. So you just it gotta looked know. like it looked like the bottom floor of K Swiss because like K Swiss right here, and you can uh-huh. see like the, some glass windows on yeah. the bottom. But it's like I I walked around forever like Google Maps telling yeah. me it, but it happened like a thousand times. Like, yeah, a lot of stores you gotta walk upstairs for and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there probably be a little sign. But... It's like the old blends. Yeah. Before they moved, they like didn't even have a sign. I remember, yeah, I, remember, I think I've been to the old place one time. I walked yeah. by it every time when I was, was like, looking a, for it was it. like a black building. It was off market, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Pop up, uh, check out the studio. More podcasts coming soon. Hopefully, more DJ gigs. I'm honestly not looking, but if you want to book me, I'll play, you know. And I got, I want to play wild shit for you guys. Yeah, so come through one for the crowd, one for you. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm trying to get better. I think I'm getting better. So. Yeah, definitely. With me. Uh, that's a wrap. Towndust.com. Yeah, Towndust.com. Towndust Instagram. At Towndust. At Towndust. Oops. Uh, follow me. <laughs> if you if if you really want to follow for follow, just message me. I'll follow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> follow for follow. Follow for follow. Big comment guys. for big comment. All right. <laughs> That was an hour 22. You did great. That was so long.